0: This week, I am here with Scott Newnham. He is a professional, even though he will argue with me, three-gun competitive shooter. <laughs> yes. Uh, a mentor of mine that has helped me on all of my gunsmithing needs and building my first rifle as well. Um, and also my teammate on Double Star USA. So, Scott, how are you? Not bad and not a professional. <laughs> he is. He is. Uh, You've had some top finishes. Shit. I,
1: I'm a professional air conditioning fixer. I don't do that. But, uh. <laughs>
0: No, nope, nope don't don't let him discredit himself i'll pull the scores later
1: <laughs> uh, not that great but okay oh, man. <laughs> i haven't won a gun yet but okay
0: yet yet yeah there you go so uh how did you and i first meet um i think it
1: was that match in freeport well i saw you there but i don't think we really talked and then i think the first time we squatted together was either the EOD match or the charity match over at Altus.
0: Yeah, it's definitely one of those two, and I remember I remember that match, because I actually had like four other people I roped in that match at Freeport, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I got a story about that match, too, so. <laughs> okay. First, first EQ. that's cool.
0: Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about all of that, because uh, <laughs> I do ask people that, so, so people know what to expect. <laughs>
1: yeah it was ridiculous so
0: <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there uh do you think that we all would right. have crossed paths otherwise when it comes to uh, uh shooting you know community do you think that it, without that we would have met
1: no not whatsoever <laughs> I don't think so yeah. I mean you being an hour away from here and uh, no I don't think we would cross paths at all
0: no, it, it's crazy how much you can be a different background, different ages and all of that, but shooting really brings a lot of people together that you wouldn't think otherwise.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I've met some really cool people that I would never have met um, without the shooting community. It's pretty yes. interesting.
0: Really. It is. You never know who you're going to meet.
1: <laughs> no, not, not at all. So... <laughs> Oh man. And to That's see so people's cool. backgrounds they do for a living. It's, it's pretty crazy. Like yeah. you, you think something way different, but yeah, no, it's pretty neat.
0: Or like who the typical gun owner looks like or competitive shooter. Yeah. It's not at all like that. <laughs> no,
1: no, no whatsoever. They're all, it's all walks of life.
0: Yep. Yep. Cool. So, um, what was your first gun that you ever shot and did you teach yourself or did someone teach you how to shoot?
1: Well, um. The only guns we had in the house growing up was a, a 22 rifle or a 22 bolt action rifle and a double barrel shotgun. And I hadn't shot any of those. Um, my dad wanted me to get started with a pellet gun. So I ended up 10 years old got a pellet rifle, learned gun safety that way. Um, and I didn't own my first actual gun you know, until after high school. Wow. So, I mean, I learned gun safety from my dad, the fundamentals, and then after that, it was the actual, um, you know, rifle shooting and stuff like that was after. after gotcha. Was,
0: so. Kind of a big gap. Did you, did you, I know you're a hunter now, but did you ever hunt back then? No, I didn't
1: really start hunting until, heck, I think I was 20, 21 years old. Okay. Um, started actually, uh, heck, I think the first time I... It was still hunting We were hunting on the on the reservation out here, um, and after that i I ran dogs with some friends for a couple of years and then ended up not liking that too much, and then got more into still hunting.
0: Nice, nice, yeah, so definitely definitely later on in life, which um it hurts us in the community for for three guns, <laughs> it's a lot easier to get started a lot sooner.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I'd be leaps and bounds further in my ability level if i would have started in high school yeah but you know with my 13 year old boy and i say hey let's go shoot guns today i don't feel like i don't sit ac so i don't know if i would have been the same way i don't i don't know
0: in the ac that you provide no but <laughs> <That> you build
1: <laughs> oh yeah i pay for the electric bill yeah so.
0: <laughs> love it um what's what's like the best lesson or maybe one of the first lessons that you can remember that you learned early on about firearms from your dad
1: um uh, basically don't point the gun at anything you don't want to uh destroy um that was probably the biggest you know biggest thing um is what sticks out the most um yeah beyond that i mean of course some you know trigger discipline that kind of stuff so
0: I love it. Those are the two main things. If you don't point at something you don't want to shoot or destroy, you know. The trigger discipline—it's not going to go off. Um, I think those are more important, honestly, than the others. Like knowing your target, yeah, is important. Or like, yes, checking if it's unloaded or loaded. But even if it is, if you do those two things, it's not going off.
1: <laughs> Basically, yeah, e- exactly. So yeah. they kind of fall into place. But- Absolutely.
0: I like it. I like it. Um, so how long now then have you been shooting competitively? Where, whether it's, you know, USPSA, three gun, carbine, long range, all of these things that you shoot, when did you actually start?
1: Oh, shoot,
0: probably about five years
1: ago, um, I had accumulated a bunch of guns for no reason. And a buddy of mine from high school was like, hey, dude, um, come on, shoot this USPSA match. Like, what's that all about? And he told me what I needed, you know, and got that. And I uh, started off with USPSA. And then I think it was the same year we had a, a local three gun series and started doing that. Had a, I think it was a 40 cal Smith & Wesson M&P 4 uh, and a Mossberg 500 pop gun.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And started doing that. <laughs> yeah. So had a great time with that. It was horrible, but you know,
0: so I had and I had a hell of a time with it. So it it gets you there as long as it got you there, got you to start.
1: Yeah, basically just run what you brung and then get get the fire for it, and then you're like, uh oh, I
0: need to buy all this stuff. Uh-oh. 100 (laughs) percent So So, like when I asked shooters. one piece of advice you'd like to give a new shooter and for me i feel like mine is don't get into three don't start competing competitively your bank account will thank you later <laughs> oh yeah
1: 100
0: don't do it find a new hobby
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it's so damn expensive why
0: well,
1: it can be i mean it's one of those you know you think oh man that's gonna make my gun shoot better i'm gonna make this better and this but you know it's now it's just get out there and pull the trigger dry fire that kind of thing yeah but it's expensive, hobby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um we'll talk about the different disciplines i want to start off with three gun because that's your main main thing that you shoot right what made you yeah. actually want to go out and shoot that local um three gun series you said just the buddy was like had you interested did you watch a video did you like what were you thinking when you started
1: um, yeah, I'd watch, watch some videos. I said, oh, that looks super cool. I get to shoot everything. Um, you know, we didn't have, the local match didn't have as many options and stuff is what really kind of fires me up now about it. But um, just the different weapons platforms and getting to use these guns that I primarily use for hunting um, in a competition setting, which was freaking awesome. <laughs> so... And to run around shooting at stuff. Um,
0: who doesn't like that? Uh, yeah, so. that day. <laughs> okay, and you talked about the the Mossberg shotgun. Okay. How important, like you said, is it to run what you've got just to get started?
1: How important is
0: it? Yeah.
1: Oh, it's it's huge. I mean, don't the you know, I have a lot of people, um, will ask me what do I need to get into it what gear do I need to buy it's it's what do you got
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay well that works just come out have a good time um see if you enjoy it if you do enjoy it then yeah then start looking at other stuff but um primarily if you got a holster way to hold magazines and a shotgun that works comp or semi auto it's shoot. I mean it, it, as far as your first match come out yeah and if there's something that won't fit the need, um, there's so many other people out there at the range that of what you borrow to gear. Yeah,
0: that's 100%. Um,
1: and everybody's more than willing to do, which is cool about our community. It's, you know, everybody's willing to help. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And there's not a lot of other communities that are like that. We are directly competing with people that we share stuff with.
1: No. Not, not, not that I can think of, not the other stuff I've done. Yeah, maybe go kart racing, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't hand your you know mud bogging truck over to some just Joe Schmo, would you?
1: <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have no wanting want my damn mud race truck out. But you know, if I needed a, a front or a left tire, it's a directional tire. I could run over to the next guy that's running a Ford and ask to borrow his, his tire, and he'd let me borrow. It. I mean, that was that was a cool community too, but yeah. I want to say that was more expensive than gun racing or three gun shooting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's so, long gone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what do you run now in terms of firearms and gear uh, versus like, what did you run back then?
1: Oh uh, yeah. So what I run now, um, I run a Phoenix Trinity honcho. Um, I'm kind of back and forth between the three port major power factor comp and the single port. I don't know. I just play with those. And then pistol wise back then was like I said, M and P 40 Cal. Um, after that I'd ran a, uh, Rock Island, bubble Stack, one of their pair ordnance ordinance clones and it worked great for a cheap pistol. Um, rifle was, uh, I think it was a 20-inch heavy barrel, rough length gas, just gun I put together. It was a tank, but it shot lights out. But um, now I'm running the double star um, the 3G, 3GR 2.0, I think is the name of it, go fast red. So, and shotgun, of course, the Mossberg. And then I upgraded to a uh, Stoger, um, full camo i think it was a turkey hat gun um gun i still have it it doubles up as my turkey gun and whenever you call me in the borrow a shotgun
0: i'm about to say who else, uh, <laughs> who else uses that shotgun
1: <laughs> yeah you've used it actually you've shot it more than i have to be honest with you I mean,
0: <laughs> i'm telling you whenever you sell that shotgun i'm the first person you call
1: <laughs> no it's it's not i ain't selling that thing i oh, no, it runs it shoots turkey shot it's a turkey gun for damn sure. It's a freaking shooter. Well, I mean, it runs, period. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, I want to jump to open because I really enjoy the red dot on the pistol. So um, went up to a VR-80, which it's a love-hate relationship with that gun, but it started running pretty well. Um, and I just recently upgraded to a uh, DC Precision, uh, one of his, I think he calls them R-12 shotguns, um, based off of a... Uh, uh, SDS uh, imports links so it's, it's kind of like a, a Sega um, clone cool. but it is leaps and bounds better than my VR80. So, <laughs> I, yeah, still it's, have, it's I, I was gonna say with stuff. the
0: shotgun world I still haven't found anyone that whose shotgun loves them back <laughs> like you said love hate release. No I
1: mean no I've cussed that damn VR80 out so many times like I want to spike it on the ground. And finally got it to run decent with a lot of tuning and aggravation, and and then they, uh, the the links the DC gun it's it's been running really well. Um, now I'm just trying to tune um, everything to the shotgun shells I'll be running, but of course the um, environment of not being able to find shotgun shells that I can get a lot of it's been kind of a bitch. <laughs> so
0: yeah, <laughs> that's always fun. yeah.
1: My gear definitely progressed over the years. So
0: yeah, yeah, you kind of you get up there. Um man, and can you imagine going back to that that 40 cal after your honcho is in your hands? (laughs) Oh
1: my god. No. Uh Uh-uh. It's in the safe right now, chilling. (laughs) So chilling forever. I'll probably never ever shoot it again. So Yep. I, I don't know. I've, I've thought about getting the slide cut for an optic and then just wearing it as when I go bush on fields and stuff. Yeah. yeah. so <laughs>
0: It's just, it's too um, hard. You're never going to go back.
1: No, it's just you know, the 2011 platform is just a awesome pistol platform. Everything about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard to go back to a gun like that.
0: <laughs> did you always, um, did you ever quad load? Like you had the pump action and then you went to open, right? Did you ever shoot tac ops? No, I, I, I used my Stoger.
1: Well, I, I sent it off to get work done at a company and it took them like eight months and I'd shot several matches locally um, in hopes of getting it. I think I ended up shooting maybe two or three matches with it, quad loading horribly. Um, <laughs> and then three gun dried up here they went a two gun series um think about that after i put the mud truck away started shooting again i quad loaded a little bit but after that i was like no i'm just gonna go full up <laughs> and um i guess i'm not it. i'll catch hell for it but i just want to go fast i don't want to deal with throwing shotgun shells everywhere i'm going uh, but i don't
0: give a damn <laughs> i love it i mean you shoot pcc too so there's that as well
1: <laughs> yes also <laughs> i'm what non-binary is that what they call that.
0: there you go <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> oh man okay so you shoot a lot of three gun all over the country and you've been shooting for a while what's been your favorite match you've ever shot
1: i would say it's it was uh blue ridge mountain three gun up at rock castle definitely
0: 100 percent. why why was it your favorite uh, because
1: it was physically demanding um also the fact that most of the stages well hell everything was natural uh, natural terrain so and i love natural terrain and the fact that um it wasn't really complex as far as like stage planning and i could shoot this this one way or i could shoot it this way it was where do i need to stop to see this target in the woods that's not painted that looks like a tree (laughs) um (laughs) you might be able to see it at 10 o'clock but at three o'clock in the afternoon you can't see it because there's a shadow i mean it was that kind of it was just awesome i mean just running through the woods shooting stuff and trying to remember where everything was at oh did i shoot enough targets i mean that kind of thing so um all three guns high round count um it was just friggin' awesome i, I just really enjoyed that match and it awesome. sucks i was only able to shoot it one time before rock Castle closed i kind of got serious about three guns too late basically is what happened
0: yeah, and I remember I remember talking to you about how I didn't think I could hit the six hundred yards. I didn't think I could do the physical challenge stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'll do it next year. And that was the year they didn't mm-hmm. hit it anymore. <laughs> so at least you got to go. Oh huh? yeah. Um. No, it was definitely. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And thinking about like stages, um, you kind of probably just answered it, but what are your favorite kind of stages that these three gun matches have, um, and why?
1: I I like natural terrain. Um, that's kind of my thing. I really enjoy just, you know, running through the woods or whatever kind of stuff and shooting at things. Um, not, not to say I don't enjoy base style matches, but, um, I really like natural terrain, you know, shooting across you know, pastures and stuff like that, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, that's, that's my jam.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, is there, okay. Is there one stage out of all the matches, if you can think about it, that you wish you could do over either because one, you did poorly and you know you could shoot it better or because it was just that awesome, awesome stage that you like hated that you only got to shoot once in your lifetime, right? And you wanted to shoot it again.
1: Uh, What really sticks out to me, I'm gonna go ahead and say it was Blue Ridge. Um, We're shooting um, in cowboy town and you had to shoot three different windows. And because I was shooting open with my box fed magazine, um, you had buckshot, slug and birdshot targets, okay? (laughs) So I had everything written down on a piece of paper and I had this crazy loadout, like I just had it nailed and I was like, I'm gonna crush this stage. So we had three different windows, we had to shoot from stuff and I ended up, I want to say the second or third window, I shot the wrong targets. And so I took like a bunch of penalties and it, it sucks because, you know, I look back at it. I, I think I can't remember what place I got in, but if I would have shot the correct targets, that would have put me in a top 10 and, you know, I just, it, I kicked myself for that because I was so proud of myself because I had to load out, right. My shotgun ran and you know get done show clear whatever he's like that was a good run except like oh so yeah that sucked but i mean that's the, that's the kind of the one that hangs up with me because it's like that was just mental stupid error so yeah
0: um, like you said it's fun when the shotgun runs <laughs> yeah i mean i was so stoked i was like oh it ran
1: book shot slug bird shot all that crap stacked in the magazines i was like yeah crushed it and now, <laughs>
0: no and no
1: yeah
0: I <laughs> oh, love it I love it well okay so switching gears off of a of three again, you've been dabbling mm. in PCC um and you shoot mm. a gun that you absolutely love so tell me about your PCC and why you have such a fun time shooting it
1: okay so yeah I, I wasn't getting a PCC because you watch all these guys that build these nine millimeter carbines they all take Glock mags and they're mm-hmm. always having issues I'm like no I'm not going to deal with that and then I saw the AKV, which is a 10 and a half inch barrel sold as a pistol. Like, well, hell, I'm going to try that. So I SBR'd one of those, um, put one of the, uh, the ACE, I think the SOCOM stock, the short stock on it. Um, and it's been just freaking lights out. It's awesome. It just runs. <laughs> I mean, it's still a blowback gun, but it just, it runs and have an absolute blast with it.
0: And it's fun when a gun (laughs) runs, again, and especially PCC. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's why I was like, you know, like their own problem. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I just.
1: (laughs) And hell, the magazines are, Palmetto State makes them, and they're 15 bucks a piece for a 35-round stick, and you can buy another extension for another 15 bucks, so you're at 50 rounds for $30.
0: Cheap compared to three-gun life.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. And of course, USPSA, you're bringing one gun to the match. Um, yeah, all that. But um, yeah, I, I have a good time with that. I just didn't want to build something that just wasn't gonna be as dependable. And you know, of course, I could have went and bought one of the higher end a, um, AR variants, but yeah. Like, yeah, I want to be different. That's oh, that was yeah. the main thing.
0: Teacher owned, teacher owned. So uh, should we talk about the shit show of the all class fire match that you and I shot in Tallahassee? <laughs>
1: If you want,
0: <laughs> <laughs> at least tell me, do you remember zeroing a couple of those or at least one with the, the, the rules of the classifiers?
1: I think I know I did zero one of them. It was a stupid short. It had something to do with. Yeah. It was a left hand, right hand, whatever. <laughs> I think I had to do a reload in the middle of it. So I'm just like, whatever.
0: <laughs> so, Hot cluster.
1: <laughs> yeah. It sucks.
0: all classifier matches are so freaking painful like they're not fun to shoot they're necessary if you want to get classified
1: of course and you know if it's one of those things if i really really wanted to make i mean i think one of my b class now pcc but i'm right there on the line if i really want to do major and all that of course you know you could download all the stuff and look at the stages and practice really practice the classifiers yeah i'm not all about that
0: Neither. I yeah, really paper, don't care. Paper GM. <laughs> so? But hey, now, you and I are now the same ranking of PCC, bro. Are you serious? Yes.
1: <laughs> God damn it. I got to step my game up.
0: Yeah, you're going to get me by growing <laughs> real quick.
1: <laughs> hey, I shoot PCC like I do three guns, two on paper.
0: I know. And two gun nationals. Don't we have that coming up?
1: Yes, we do. <laughs> um, yeah, but you I need to look at the... open all right that's right I don't have a well once you shoot yeah, that's right on the holster yet
0: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah it goes back but yeah so i've got um yeah i've got ryan's pcc shooting that again and my atlas and we'll see how it goes,
1: how it goes. i think it'll be fun um i'm curious i gotta like you said download the rule book or the matchbook yeah. i did find my cmp card good, good. so except jd said he threw it away like two years in a row. <laughs> so I want to punch him in the dick. You it's don't like, have Dude, to wait come on him. Man.
0: Drop his ass off. You go down to the range and he meets up with you later. I told somebody that last time. I'm like, uh-uh,
1: <laughs> Yeah, but we're not shooting till the PM anyway, so. I'm kidding, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will though. kick him to the curb.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, that card lives in your vehicle. Oh, and pro tip, you have to have it at the range on stage one every day. So okay. if you leave it in your truck and you walk all the way down there, you're gonna have to walk all the way back because RO's ask on stage one of the day for the card again. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. That's, that's new. That's new. <laughs> so okay. So you shot in no. USPSA. You shot a little bit of open. You shot a three gun. Now tell me mm-hmm. about this this PRS stint you had.
1: Well, I built a well, I, I didn't build because I'm not at that level. Um, I had Altus build me a precision gun. Um, six five Creedmoor. Um, so shot a couple matches last year. Really enjoyed it. I didn't get into reloading at the time. I just recently got into reloading. Um, shot hell. I've only shot one match this year because there's so much to shoot. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's freaking awesome. Um, I enjoy the math involved and kind of the complexity of figuring out what your ammunition's doing, um and adjusting to different combination of environments, you know, ranges, wind, that kind of stuff. It's it's really fascinating to me. I really enjoy it. So I'm still trying to figure that out. I, I um shot the last match at, at Altis and uh didn't do so well. Um got behind somebody else's gun. I'm like, dude why is this thing just kind of sit here by itself? And he kind of explained to me, I was like, yeah, well, that makes more sense. So just, it's a learning process like anything else. Yeah. But it's, it's pretty badass too. So. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Any other any other things that you're dabbling in currently?
1: <laughs> <sighs> well, I started reloading. Um, that's a different animal too. That's addicting. Mm-hmm because of tweaking stuff and powders and projectiles and trying to find what works best. And there's always something better. So you're trying this out and that, and I just have to go ahead and just say, hey, all right, this is what I got. This works well, let's just go with that.
0: Yeah, and stick with it. Stop tinkering.
1: <laughs> Stop tinkering, basically. Um, yeah. But I guess beyond shooting, I mean, still got the the property i'm working on so yeah Yeah. i gotta get to work
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah because i mean you yeah you as well so turkey deer what else pigs Pigs, that's right
1: yep so um yeah deer hunting turkey hunting and then when the pigs come through uh we killed a couple hogs this year this last year, um, killed one at night with night vision. The other ones we killed during the day. So cool. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's another undertaking, also.
0: And night vision so. that's something you're dabbling in.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I've got some digital night vision stuff, I've got a you know, PBS 14 um but yeah i haven't stepped up to a thermal yet that's that's next on the agenda but the pigs kind of they they come and go i got some lone boar hogs coming through but beyond that i haven't had any sounders come through in a while so that's good blessing and a curse though you want
0: to shoot at them but you don't want to tear up the property yeah yeah huh. so wrapping so. up the the all of this the shooting competitions then you mentioned at the very beginning we've all had them <laughs> and if you haven't it's not a matter of, of if it's when so do you have a DQ story or <laughs> a couple? I don't know. <laughs>
1: uh, I've only been DQ'd once and it was at the same match that I saw you for the first time. We had a pull. Um, I don't know what you call that. The, the sled with weights or a body on it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sketco. All right. So at the time, actually, that was my second competition gun. Freedom Gun Works gun I bought secondhand. Pretty, pretty pistol. And I can't remember what holster it was. It may have been something I bought off Amazon. So it wasn't a full retention holster. So I take off, dragging this damn sled, 10 or 15 feet, whatever. And as soon as I let go of the sled, the pistol pops out. Drag the sled over the freaking pistol. (laughs) I'm like, all right, sweet. You know, a couple thousand dollar pistol. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what was going through your mind not the dq it was like that's expensive
1: <laughs> yeah i had sand all up in my expensive ass pistol so yeah that was uh that was dq that's good stuff so you didn't so, did you like, you feel Ew. it
0: fall or i mean you just kept trucking
1: well yeah so it like i don't know if my body shock loader or something to where i was pulling and then when i let go it just like popped out mm-hmm. i i don't <laughs> It, no, I didn't feel it. So basically it just popped out. I was like, oh damn, pistol gone. I just drug the sled over the top of my gun. So yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's that's the only time that's the only time I've been DQ'd from a match. Um Yep. That's so it. you and I yeah.
0: you guys have the same issue. So what is your recommendation for shooters who want to shoot three in for their holsters?
1: <laughs> so I was online that afternoon looking for a full retention hooded holster never again never again will that happen ever again
0: yeah so like
1: that yeah
0: i learned the hard way as well um but this is awesome so fs tactical makes this and it's actually a newer thumb release like i had a i think a safari land way back when i didn't like it but this is like a barely a tap and it it releases the hood um that's the same one i got yeah game changer yeah uh Uh So don't be dumb. Our learning curve for all you people listening that want to shoot three gunner, you don't have a hood <laughs> It's on you.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you know, of course, there's there's other companies out there saying that, you know, theirs don't doesn't need a hood. It has the retention. I don't care. I'd rather it take me another half a second or whatever mm-hmm. um, to draw my pistol yeah. rather than being sent home.
0: Three gun is not where you uh, make up time on the draw. Uh, that's like, you know, USPSA, IDPA, all that good stuff. This is truly going to be a, a sport on whether or not you can transition fast. You can run and you can see your targets and get into position right. with rifle. I mean, there's, yeah, that little little half second is not where you win and lose a match.
1: <laughs> no, 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 what not whatsoever. Um, hell, I've seen guys running, you know, um, frame mounted um, open guns where they can, they have to run their race holsters yeah and then they just fall out so yeah it's not not worth it that's that's why i've got a slide ride um because of the the holster situation yeah
0: yeah um so so we've shot in some lovely weather conditions (laughs) lovely lovely
1: yes
0: (laughs) so why do you think it's a good thing that we have shot in these conditions and why is it a pain in the ass
1: (laughs) um I guess a good thing would be to know if your guns actually work in adverse contingents and mm-hmm. the fact that if you can actually shoot in those kind of conditions. Um, yeah. Um, and what was the other
0: question? I Just why, why is it? Yeah. I mean, why is it a good thing? And then, yeah, why is it such a pain? You know? Oh, it's a pain because
1: all your stuff's wet. And if you're shooting open or even anything with a red dot or a scope, um red dot pistol you know you draw it and you see five dots <laughs> so with that or the shotgun it's terrible um so yeah awesome definitely and, and heck we uh well shoot benning two years ago it was what 30 degrees out
0: yeah I, so yeah i wasn't prepared for that one that was the one that i think i had like hypothermia that night um i had because my you stupid those ass capri pants. <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't know. I'm looking at the weather, and I'm like 60s, 60s, you know, 50s. I was like, okay. And I had wool socks, um, and I had my capris. I I didn't own female shooting pants, by the way, are non-existent. Um, and I've learned I wear men's five eleven pants now. (laughs) But anyways, yeah, yeah. So got down to 30s, and it was windy, and it was pouring rain, and then the mud was ridiculous. But I ended up having like my shoes were soaked, my socks were soaked. I didn't have any sort of um, like hiking boots or anything or oh god it was a shit show so literally I was at an academy that evening buying buying boots for the next day and then of course it warms up <laughs> oh that yeah
1: was and you guys had it rough too because we ended up well of course Hurley had shot that match like since they started it so he told us what squad we need to be on and where we need to start at and I can't remember what quilling range is the one with all the the passes or the uh
0: yeah i think so. oh wait oh. wait i did the long range first and then like 9 10 11 yeah. 12 yeah the toughest
1: one yes yes so we were underneath the awnings that first day when it rained mm. and all that so at least we were able to get out of the element no y'all had you you guys got screwed
0: and Not i thought that's just the way it, goes. it is the way it is yeah but it, i now yeah, know i, mean, what I don't want to do because and i had to start on the one where you're shooting all of the rifle stuff on the move and you had to get on the stupid teeter-totter shooting long range while drifting down on these little you know, uh, small yeah. white plates that you couldn't see like i got my hits but yeah. then you have the skedco and you're down a tunnel so you're immediately soaking wet because you're on your hands your knees like, and then quad loading <laughs> shotgun in the freezing ass rain uh yeah 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 and anyways yeah. i end up having to take a hot bath got in 17 layers of clothes, got in a bed. And like Barb Tolan was with me that time. She's like, are you okay? I was like, I actually am still freezing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. I did
1: not envy you guys at all. Cause we were like, I hate it for those people shooting the stuff out in the middle of a field.
0: Yeah. And I had the teeter totter where two people on my squad fell off. I don't know how I didn't fall off. So yeah, you're having to shoot Uh, on a wet ass teeter totter again, fun and hard. And and I'm glad I did it because there's not a lot of people out there that could say that they did what I did. Um, (laughs) Horrible teeter totter. And then we had the splash where we had to go under and over the bars and we're just splish, splash, splish, splash. And then the the orange steel was buried in the clay in the water. So you actually didn't see (laughs) targets. oh my gosh anyways i digress that's it's it's real
1: yeah oh yeah and it makes it fun i mean it's it's one of those you know some people get a disadvantage um over some stuff but other people do also so it, it's kind of it yeah it balances out and mother nature is is what it is so you just got to do it yeah but yeah we shot i mean pouring ass rain be just pouring like your turn all right let's do it Be soaked <laughs> to the bone well, like, yeah, you get done, there like, that was a good time. Yeah. Gotta shoot guns in the rain, whatever. Yep. That's how so. three guns
0: totally different, which I do love. Um, It challenges you. In the moment, I'm probably not as happy. Um, But I think at the end of it, I'm like, holy shit, name, name a couple of people that do what I do and you can't.
1: No, ex- exactly. So, awesome. no, I wouldn't. Yeah. Unless there's lightning, then yeah, I don't want to be out there.
0: <laughs> With metal uh, rods call- sticking up. <laughs>
1: Right, yeah exactly run around with steel poles in your hand i'm good <laughs> yeah <So. laughs>
0: exactly um okay so switching gears out of, out of the competition world um you built guns for a while um for those listening scott actually helped me build my first rifle i didn't think i would actually ever do that in my lifetime uh looking back so it's pretty cool to learn um and since then i've dove head first and <laughs> became a rifle armorer with our our double star company that takes care of us but um how did you learn how to build rifles and what was your first one you built?
1: Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and say YouTube mm-hmm. would be how I figured it out. Watched a bunch of videos. Um, my first rifle, um, was, I was building a gun, an AR for, um, for hunting. So I was like, I'm going to, I don't want to build a two, two, three or five, five, six. I'm gonna build a six, five Mm-hmm. and got looking around and and heard a lot of good things about JT distributing which is double star mm-hmm. so um you know reached out to them um ended up ordering a 20 inch upper and built a gun and then my second gun was a 16 inch Grindel. um built one off of them too so funny enough i was looking back through emails i don't remember what it was but yeah i was talking to nick like I don't know 10 15 years ago <laughs> so
0: That's awesome and for those of you listening yeah. Nick Collier is our dude that takes care of us man and at a at double star does their marketing and he's amazing um, amazing human
1: oh yeah totally cool cool ass dude you yeah. so, know but yeah that was that was the first ones and then I can't remember I started going just building all kinds of stupid stuff you know once I kind of got it figured out and then I've got all kinds of stuff
0: i've built it's super super addicting um and it's probably my favorite thing ever actually you'd be so proud scott so ryan was over uh for his pcc he let me and he was actually cleaning it for me which never does right he goes how do i get the safety out and i was like the grip take the screw on the grip then you get the safety out and he forgot and i remembered i'm like yes hey small wins bro small wins
1: <laughs> yeah of course I mean hell he took that class he, yeah it's fresh
0: yeah, yeah it's still cool and then of course that asshole immediately immediately lost the spring <laughs> I had spares because that's what a good gunsmith or armor or whatever armor has but anyway so I was like really so it's yeah. somewhere in my room currently I just don't know where and I didn't lose it he did
1: <laughs> yeah exactly and that one's easy to get lost.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he didn't know the tip with um, the handle, putting the spring in the handle, you know, and the detents already. Uh, anyways, it was, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so what do you like about building and why is it important for you to build a rifle like set up for you?
1: Um, I think what someone told me a long time ago was it's basically a, a Barbie for men. <laughs> you can dress it any way you want. So
0: (laughs) rude, rude. What about me? I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) I mean, you could play with Barbies or Ken's. I don't know whatever, but yeah. um, But yeah, so you you can build a gun any way you want it. Um, You know, rifle length, rifle, uh, the barrel length, profile, gas, anything, any aspect of it. Um, So which is is totally cool. that's what I, I i like tinkering with stuff and that's always been my thing is, is building things and it kind of just fit
0: yeah yeah but and i mean it's important yeah. to use you know length system based on on your own like strengths maybe or um what you're shooting so if you're a cqb match or you're going to shoot prs that's totally different you know different right? yeah of
1: course yep yeah, yep yeah. so yeah now i've got um my main competition gun kind of course is is the double star, the three G gun, a three GR, which they they built it. I I tweaked a couple things like the trigger and a safety and all that, but I basically left that gun alone, um, and it just shoots lights out. I really didn't have to do anything to that thing. I mean, heck, I was at the range today, um, banging the eight hundred and forty yard plate Oof. like it's my job. So yeah. I mean, that thing is just it runs perfect. There's nothing I need to do to that gun to make it any better. Well, um, and double but, star,
0: just uh, just say real quick is they build rifles for a living and they're also competitive shooters. So like Nick goes out to matches with us and shoots. So they know what shooters want in these guns. And I learned this um, in the class, if there's something on that gun that say you wanted change, like you don't like, maybe not, not like, but like you want a different stock or you want a different, I don't know, something they'll change it out for you. They want you to have the gun set up for you. So it's about the best thing for you. Maybe not all of their own parts, but I think that's a really powerful testament to the company taking care of the the shooters who actually do this. <laughs> oh yeah. Well it's it's
1: like my uh my I built a ten and a half inch gun. I say I built, um, I put the lower together, whatever. But <laughs> I called I told Nick, I was like, hey man, uh build me a ten and a half inch barrel with your um the cloak handguard. guard.
0: Mm-hmm. And originally
1: I was gonna have their bullseye break. But yeah, you know, he was like, dude, that's gonna be a flamethrower. Like, yeah, you're right. So <laughs> i said like, all right well i'll, I'll get your big timber break and so i've got that set up for like a bay match gun um you know same same stock the ace um i can't remember the name of it right now but yeah they're 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 basic ace stock and uh but yeah you can call them up and say hey, here's what i'm looking for and he'll build you whatever you want yeah which is totally cool
0: yeah so i love that um i'm trying to think of what else about that I means so do you want to talk about any like the the rifles are set up for you as in terms of like your cheek weld um the scope mount i mean all of those things play in a factor where they're not really universal i guess for most shooters right i can't see out of your stock sometimes because i need a higher cheek you know cheek riser or what yeah
1: um yeah so the i mean the the ace um god dang it arfx stock that's it (laughs) um i've got it um i'm running a I think a griffin armament sprm or the sperm as some people call it um, mount for my optic i can't remember what height hmm. um and it's it's perfect with my trigicon i just throw my head up on it open my eyes it's there yeah um you know some other people need a little bit higher cheek weld that kind of thing um of course i think you run the luth ar on yours
0: yeah i just need so so much higher and i don't know why that is i think mine's uh, mm, i don't remember the, the rise either funny but looking higher. face I know it's so it's, <laughs> but it is interesting because I struggled a lot with scopes. Um, I shot irons for a very long time, even on my rifle. My first three gun match was iron sights because I was so terrified of, of a dot and of a scope. And like, I would get that scope, black, whatever ring and people right. until I think I really met you. Nobody could figure out what the hell was wrong with me, <laughs> but it wasn't me. <laughs> nobody could explain like what was happening and hey, why it was happening. Is-
1: what yeah. Nothing.
0: <laughs> Damn
1: it! Cut out. <laughs> Not know where about. Um, it,
0: it took a lot, and I don't know why that is, but yeah.
1: <laughs> well, that also, I mean, you stepped up to a higher, um, higher quality scope that's got a little bit more forgiving eye box, so it's it's easier to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, setting the gun up to your personal preference, yeah, that's huge. so you're not sitting there on the clock trying to find a reticle when you're that kind of thing so (laughs) if people are listening they're not sure our
0: movement but it's a really cute thing we just did
1: (laughs) yeah exactly
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man oh so so getting towards the end of this um you mentioned the beginning (laughs) but i wanted people to know because like you said we get connected to people that we would never i guess think are shooters so what do you do for a living
1: Uh, I am a air conditioning contractor, uh, me and a business partner and one employee. So we fix air conditioners. So I'm, I'm construction trash.
0: So (laughs) Trash. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) You know how to build just about anything, which is really powerful. So, you know, it's, it's unique that you've got that background. Have you connected or like worked with any other folks um, in the shooting community, like after meeting them or knowing what they do and like. I guess, maybe supporting their business or they send business to you?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I've, as far as I've done some service calls, uh, I think I've done some installs for some, some shooters. Um, but it, it, you and I both know that we are kind of spread out. Yeah. So as far as where pe- people live, um, and I only service you know, within a 50 mile radius. So, you know, some people are like, hey, I need, need something. I'm like, no, nah, I just, I can't get to you. It's <laughs> just too far away. So, um, but yeah, I've, I've met some connections with, with the shooting community for sure. Awesome.
0: It's really cool. Um, and, and like for like the, the advice for new shooters, um, if you could tell yourself something to do early on when you were just getting started, what would it have been?
1: Oh, buy wants, cry wants. You tell me that all the time. And I maybe. do
0: that. <laughs> yeah, maybe because the shotguns still don't work.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, that's tough too, because you, you buy something and maybe it might be expensive, but it doesn't fit your needs. Um, you know, as far as optics and guns, that kind of thing. I mean, roam what you wrong Basically, just if you've got, I don't know, a Glock or whatever kind of pistol, just run it. And then if you're really serious about it, then yeah, go ahead and start shopping it out and pick up other people's weapons, shoot them. They're more than willing to let you try them um, and just see what you like and then make a decision from there. But yeah, that's um, and more than likely it's even then to like your mag holders and different kind of adjust. I think I went through three different belt iterations until I was like, this is retarded. I need to just buy the Safari Land system.
0: Yeah, yeah. so, so glad I switched to ELS. And, and people in USPSA still are going to make fun of us, uh, three gunners using that. But, you know, I don't need 12 different rigs and different <laughs> crap going on. The ELS is just so modular to be able to take things off and share. If you've got something I need, yeah, I can just throw it on and without having to take everything off and slide things on. It's just done. <laughs>
1: that's yeah and on i mean honestly i think that would probably be the one thing i would tell somebody um and heck actually the, t- the two new shooters i just got involved um got involved in the shooting community a guy from panama city a man on facebook oh, you need an els belt went out and bought it um jenny my wife's friend that's starting to shoot she els belt so oh. you know that's that would be the biggest thing is just pony up by the els system yeah. i mean not plug in Safari Land, but they got a good thing going on and everybody it's not uses that
0: expensive. It. If you think about overall cost, it's not. I mean it's really not. And like um I upgrade mine. I know you didn't but I, I did do the ratchet strap. It hasn't and it probably will one day. <laughs> it failed me yet.
1: <laughs> but well I mean my Safari Land did that one day. Um I, I it wasn't there wasn't a the damn belt but we we're shooting Pro Am and one of uh, we were shooting in a shooting box. And I didn't put the little keeper on the back. Yep. Come out of the box after shooting rifle. Ah, there goes my belt. (laughs) So (laughs) on the clock. (laughs) On the clock, you're having to
0: redress yourself.
1: Yeah, it was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It was so bad.
0: I have Rob Hall on, and he's got a match video. he's got a match video where his entire like shotgun caddy everything fell off on the ground it was one of those like helping matches where if somebody sees something they can come in help out so josh oh, is cool, literally though. yeah josh turns following him with with rob's new shotgun with his caddies all lined up like a butler <laughs> rob's taking and loading it gets better <laughs> yeah there's that video of that um and then mo shaw so mo shaw comes up here to orsa mm, probably a month ago now to shoot three gun local three gun dying laughing so so mo comes down down the bay and he's got to go to the shotgun part and same thing no belt keepers full belt like on the ground he's still running and i'm like belt he's coming back so he's trying to strap it on i'm trying to tie his ass in the back and stuff and like we're running (laughs) (laughs) what is happening and again us were just like i'll help we'll help we got it on and i think there's a video of that somewhere or maybe that's hilarious it It was it was funny that happens (laughs) (laughs) belt keepers that's that's a good thing to know
1: (laughs) oh yeah 100 percent. i mean it was like really of all the things that could happen my rigs falling off
0: yeah and i i do belt keepers even with my ratchet system and yeah you need to (laughs) good and belt keepers basically yes (laughs) um so we'll see what's one one like tool or one piece of gear that you always have with you at a match no matter what not a gun not a gun my tool or your favorite you know piece of equipment what's something like you never ever leave home with you know taking to a major match
1: I've got a whole bunch of tools I never leave. Oh, um, okay. Well, uh, the uh, Fix-It Stick system.
0: So for those uh, listening on the podcast, can you tell us what the Fix-It Sticks are? Uh,
1: Basically, uh, it's a torque wrench system to where there's a rotating. It's it's a, uh, I don't know what the heck's word I'm looking for. Almost like a coupling that rotates. Well, there's hash marks on it. To where it'll tell you what the torque is. And the kit comes with basically all the common sizes of Allen keys, star bits, or, or torque bits, um, even has, I think, a three-eighths maybe socket for tightening up your uh, scope mounts. Um, but that kit is, I would have to say out of all the tools, yeah, that's definitely a must-have because yep. you can just tote that with you. Um, it's got everything in it it's like it comes a little case it's four inches by four inches real thin little bitty thing it's it's the bomb yep so it, has a flathead. I can, it replaces it has a everything
0: head. yeah has the screwdrivers
1: too yeah it's got it's got everything in there so yeah that's probably the most I keep forgetting I have that thing sometimes because I have it in the bottom of my bag underneath yeah. my range that's bag. Good. you don't but, have yeah. to use it <laughs> yeah and I'm like I'm silly and i've got like three duplicates of everything in my bag so yeah. it's excessively heavy but eh, yeah.
0: it's not silly That's that's kind of our, our life honestly shooting 3 gun, and and i love my fix-it sticks i think you told me about those and i use them to fix my ring doorbell <laughs> to assemble my gun belt oh, yeah. fix my my stuff but like literally i'm like i have fix stick i don't need a screwdriver ever again
1: <laughs> no and it's got like all the common sizes i i don't remember what the price point was so portable it's
0: for yeah
1: yeah the biggest thing is you don't need a separate torque wrench it's it's there yeah
0: it's awesome and they have different kit sizes so you can get the the basic mini you can get a bigger one you can just go full crazy um right <laughs> yeah so yeah. um this podcast i, I want to focus too on on education and teaching um so is there one like book or one class you've taken or something that you would recommend to people where you you learned a lot
1: um well really i think the only class i've taken besides the the silly concealed weapons permit class at the fairgrounds of the gun show um <laughs>
0: was... nice don't take that yeah okay.
1: <laughs> no don't i mean unless you just want to get your concealed permit for florida it's whatever but yeah um we all when we when you and i took that class with joel turner uh-huh. um just so many things that he just points out that you're like man that makes sense I don't know why I didn't think of that (laughs) (laughs) well of course he does it for a living but yeah no Joel's freaking jam up one of the coolest dudes I've ever met um Mm -hmm. down earth dude yeah um but that that was an eye-opener as far as just just him Watching you shoot and critiquing and all that kind of stuff, um, competition-wise. Now, yeah. you know, as far as defensive stuff, I've never taken any classes like that.
0: Yeah. But um, do you think that, like, after, did you apply any of what Joel taught you?
1: <laughs> oh, heck, yeah. 100%. 100%.
0: as a professional shooter, damn it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Your scores went up, though, big time. They did. They, they went up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, it's – he –
1: it was, it was simple things that made complete sense. And it was amazing. Yeah. Just like, man, damn. Um, yeah, they did. And, and other things that I need to work on, it's not, you, you can't go into a class like that thinking you're going to take a class from this hell. He was at the time, I think he'd won every major he went to um, one of the best, you know, open three gun shooters in the country. And you can't just take a class and then expect to come out of there and think, I'm gonna start winning matches. It takes a lot of work at the house, um, practice at the range, that kind of thing to to really reinforce the things he, he taught you. So yeah.
0: I felt very dumb when it came to holster placement. And I think my favorite thing that we were doing was Oh the- my gosh. I know.
1: <laughs> <And> I-, <laughs> I was like, really? Yeah, come on, man. That was so stupid. I should have known. Yeah. So
0: dumb. But you don't, right? You don't know until you learn. And I mean, you're very self-taught. Yeah. I feel like I've just I had really no one else teach me for a long time, but I've just been trying to get classes under my belt. The uh, my favorite drill was the unloaded start, grab two mags, you know, stuff one in, load the other, and and go. And I beat the crap out of y'all on that one. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, it exactly. So
0: <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I was like, oh, duh.
1: <laughs> and I, I I haven't practiced that at all
0: solid. <laughs> Good. Good. Well, no, but that was the other thing is like when you take a class, don't expect to literally overnight like remember all of that and do all of that and apply all of that. It honestly takes pieces, you know, and for yourself to mental check yourself. Be like, did I do that? Am I doing that right? Like I focus a lot on footwork now. Um
1: that's 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 the biggest thing. And it, and it, some of it feels unnatural. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's it takes a lot more work at the house or, yeah. you know, you will know, just setting two boxes up and entering and exiting positions, that kind of thing. Um, even, you know, just leaning towards where you're going to go, right. Start off the bat. I mean, just all the things. Oh yeah. I yeah. forgot probably 50% of what he was talking about.
0: <laughs> <you're a> dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but he changed my shotgun loading down, um, you know, from weekend to strong hand, which was a huge change for me. But then when I looked at times on loading, I'm like, crap, like I'm so much faster now. And it's safer as far as a twenty-six inch barrel shotgun with a tube that's like another six inches, like you know, oh, yeah, BQ like that. Of course, yeah. Cool. But yeah, um,
1: yeah. Hell, I don't. I don't know of any other classes right now. Well, like you were talking about, Travis uh, Tomasi's having a class. Yeah, so in August,
0: I can't wait. And he's a limited shooter, and. You know, I just need someone to teach me, teach me unlimited. What am I doing wrong with a pistol? That's the hardest platform.
1: Of course it is. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I'm sure limited minor in USPSA. I just need to figure out, figure out how to go fast and be accurate. So I don't have to move up to major.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I don't want to load Scott.
1: <laughs> yeah. I I I I hadn't shot limited in so long. I just was like, meh. I mean, I've got the gun to do it. I and ammunition. I just don't. Yeah, I have too much fun with the red dot and the pistol. Even though yeah, I get creamed see- by these other
0: <laughs> get creamed open by open
1: <laughs> so. Open shooters, yeah. so the guys that are really taking open, you know, whatever. But I don't. I don't care. I just go have fun. <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: but teach your own. You know, you shoot what you like. And and again, I run mine in three um, n. So I'm not going to go shoot major <laughs> power factor in three n it's expensive
1: that's true yeah i mean it doesn't really translate much um yeah. I, it does translate i guess but yeah, yeah um you're not shooting the same gun no yeah
0: um okay so what do you want to leave folks with as far as how to connect with you on social media um any shout outs to sponsors um on here
1: uh social media what's my handle
0: B hunan but with an underscore in the middle <laughs> that,
1: that's right the hunan h-u-n-a-n that's right i keep forgetting as an underscore <laughs> i don't do social media that well
0: <laughs> scott knew them on facebook i'll just do this for you no <laughs> and any yeah, any, exactly. <laughs> any shout outs to the people that take care of you in the industry
1: oh uh, i'd say definitely double star um they've been jammed up um you know what's what's cool about them uh is their family-run business. Um, everybody is is just down-to-earth, cool people. Um, you call them up and and ask them anything. Just really, really great company. Um, if you're needing anything weapons-related, hell, they're building 1911s. Mm-hmm. Um, they do knives. Uh, they're building AR-10 platform guns. Uh, yeah, just just anything. And heck, if they don't know, they'll they'll lead you in the right direction. Um, man hell let's see who else of course my my home range out shooting solutions um high school buddy of mine he's one of the co-owners now um great facility they they hooked me up um was up there today shooting actually so um you know if you're ever down in the panhandle in florida look it up hit me up i'll take you out there um not a not a uh nicer range in in the panhandle much less the southeast so yeah
0: and then how far can you shoot out at Altus?
1: Uh, the new section of the range, I believe we've got, let's see. I know there's 1,100. I think if you go Caddy corner, it might be 1,400 yards.
0: Yeah, it's massive. It's awesome. Um, so if you're
1: a PRS yeah. shooter,
0: I mean, they put the PRS, um, what Was it like Southeast Regional matches on or whatever?
1: Well, they did, um, I believe they did the AI match, Accuracy International match earlier this year. They've got the Kestrel Yep. fall challenge. I believe that's the match that's in the October.
0: Yeah, somewhere. something like
1: that. Yeah, and that's that's what they're mostly geared towards is uh, PRS, and that's cool. Um, they you know they do hold a, a two gun series, also do USPSA uh, steel challenge. I think that's about all I got going on right now. So, um, but yeah, no, I love that place. It's been my shooting range home. So
0: yeah and uh you have black dot ammo code
1: (laughs) yep and black dot ammunition of course i've been shooting their stuff for a while um for a few years now um and heck check them out they got ammo um tuesdays and thursdays they update the website got some pretty damn good accurate stuff um you know of course times are tough right now so they may not have what you're looking for but just keep watching the website um yeah, hit me up on Instagram. I got a discount code for them. So um, they've been good to me also. So, but yeah, um, I can't think really. I mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Whatever. So, uh, where are we staying in a couple of weeks <laughs> to end the
1: show? Oh, in a jail. In a jail. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you found that. You found that. And, and you were like, Yeah, I'm going
1: to take credit for that one
0: hell yeah it was awesome and then you kept saying like oh but we can stay here what about this one and i was like listen mfer like we have to stay in the prison <laughs> <laughs> Oh
1: my god! i mean the cabin you sent was pretty cool looking i was what? like man that's kind of nice you know like rustic whatever but <laughs> no. um yeah but you get the actual jail cell with a single bed brad and i got a bunk together
0: <laughs> so
1: i'm gonna have to go to the next cell over
0: <laughs> the shower too is like <laughs> I think it was all concrete walls and a concrete floor for the shower.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. Prison. Pretty, uh, yeah, don't drop that soap.
0: I was thinking the same thing. Oh, man. <laughs> well, Scott, <laughs> oh, man, thanks for being on the podcast. Um, thanks for teaching me so much that I know um, and just being a lot of fun to be around. I appreciate it
1: no of course no problem and like i said i mean i'll teach you everything i know and if i don't know something then i'll tell you i don't know and i'll try to refer you to somebody that does so yeah,
0: yeah. we've got the connections cool yeah all right well thanks for me of course thanks for listening to the Redicle up podcast be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and on youtube follow along on social media at Redical up or three Denkenzie.